You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming, the Xfinity 10G network. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot, some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store. And be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French Vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. What up, everyone? Welcome back to the Bella's Podcast. This week, we have a very special and inspirational guest, my good friend from Dancing with the Stars, Lindsay Sterling. She's the best. She is. I love her. And unfortunately, both our guys are out of town this week, so there's no Bella brains. But don't you worry. We have a nice and juicy rumor to kill for... Kill a rumor! I missed that. All right, here we go go happy wednesday bella army i'm nicole and i'm brie and this is the bella's podcast okay you guys so i haven't seen Lindsay in forever so i cannot wait for this interview you know what that means it's time for opening up so let's pop that bottle All right, Bella Army, so we're opening up with some kombucha mules. We're really nailing these mocktails. We really are. We're so good. (laughs) And we have a very, very special guest today, Lindsay Sterling, one of my favorites. And we're going to open up about Lindsay's life and everything else. And how she was my favorite on Dancing with the Stars your season. Oh! She rooted for you more than me. I was like, sorry, Nicole, you're not gonna win. Lindsay's way better than you. (laughs) I don't believe it, but thank you. (laughs) I didn't ever expect I was going to win, but I wanted to beat Frankie. 
Did you? <laughs> Wait, you never yeah. told me this. This is hilarious. I feel like I should have beat Frankie. Really? Enter heat with Frankie, I'm telling I didn't him. Know he just had better packages. People could take that the wrong way about the packages. Oh, as far as <laughs> video packages before we would dance. Yes. I know. Whenever I would call it the package, people are like, that sounds very odd. And you say, he had a really good package. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I didn't even think of that. You just get so into the moment when you're there. Right. The terms they mm. use become the terms that, like, you feel everybody should understand. Because right. you hear it so much. Yeah. But, oh, my gosh. I love that you wanted to beat Frankie. That was, like, your... Yeah. I will say you got voted off way too soon. Oh, I was shocked you. when you left. And I remember it's... literally running to your trailer and I was so yeah. sad that they'd already swept you away. I was like, no, I, I wanted to say goodbye. I, so we recently did <clears throat> the talk with Carrie Ann and she was telling me the same because I didn't seen Carrie Ann since the you show. And that was like yeah. year, what, a year and a half ago. Like, over Which, two years ago. Can over you believe two it? years. Yeah. I can't even believe that. And um, she had said the same and I was like, I mean... <laughs> I don't want to disagree because actually <laughs> I felt the same. You know, I feel like I should have been there longer than I love Drew, but Drew or T.O. or Frank. I feel bad saying all the guys, but you know, well, it's, it's fine. I, I learned a lot at the end of the day. Right. And I made such good friends. Like, right? isn't it crazy that even when we see each other, it's like, I mean, it's been so long since I've seen you, but it doesn't right. feel like that. I know it is. I think you go through such a crazy experience that very few people can relate to or right. understand because to be on the show you once you're there you're like this is not even about dancing anymore it's about yeah. heart it's about connection it's about perseverance and yeah. anytime I even meet anyone that has been on a season I'm just like hey I did Dancing with the Stars too and you have this instant like rapport with these people mm -hmm. I have yeah, like chills it was hard work everywhere that what you guys did <laughs> and for our listeners this is how um, Nicole and Lindsay met so it is cool how she keeps in touch with mm -hmm. all of you guys. I'm like, wow. It yeah. looks like you guys all went to camp. Right. And then those bonds will be like for life. It is. And it like is. the best dance the camp. Best dance camp. <laughs> and the best dance camp you can ever go to. Because it's crazy. Like, I don't even think when you go to normal camp, you don't get to know people the way you get to know people on Dancing with the Stars. Right. It's, and we're all so vulnerable. And so I think we connect in such a way. Like, we all come from different backgrounds. And mm -hmm. think we never show that at wrestling. Like, we always go in there right. so macho and tough. Mm -hmm. I think you guys were the first group of people that I had my guard down. It's like I needed, yes. I needed these people, right? You know, you quickly realize like I have to let down some walls, and I think that's what makes the show magical. Is people see it as like this journey of dance, but what makes it work is the underlying fact that all of these like stars that are there are also competent and like strong in their own field. Yeah. And then you take them and you put them in ballroom heels, and suddenly you're back to a place you haven't been in a long time which is feeling scared like really yeah. scared doing something brand new that you feel totally inept to do and you have to go out in front of millions of people and so that vulnerability is something that takes you back I mean for me it took me back to that Lindsay that first started her career that was trying to just figure everything out and I was like oh I've, I found a grit in myself that I'd forgotten was there oh, oh I love gosh. that I love that you know when I would sit there and watch you guys live the one thing that always got me that I was like, how do they just not freak out? Was that um, the three clicks, the three, the three clicks. clicks. I had nightmares about it after I left the show. <laughs> like, did that just freak you out? And for you listeners oh. who don't know, you guys don't get to hear the clicks when you're Unless watching you're live. live in the crowd. But they hear three clicks, then their music starts, but they're standing there and it's literally like. And I would be like, ah! <laughs> like, they can't go back. That's it. That's it. You That's go. It doesn't matter if you have a cramp or not. Yep, you go. The live yes. television has started. It is the weirdest thing. Those three clicks are so terrifying because you just pray, like, don't blink. Smile. Your last second of thought happens and then you go into like muscle memory and like yeah. prayers. But yeah. like your last <laughs> moment of actual thought is like, click, 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 like smile, like yeah. stand up straight. And then it's just you're shot Showtime. out of a cannon. Uh, you are, and you can't yeah. miss it. You literally can't miss a beat or a step. Right. And but then it goes it. pretty fast. Because I always felt like I wanted more after you guys danced. I was right. like, I, I, I wanted to watch another minute of their dancing. And you think of how long it took to just learn that minute 15. Right. Is it a minute 15? That's usually what it was, was like a minute 15 with everything. It's crazy. You know what I would love? I would love to see you and Artem dance at some point. I, I think you both would, really would dance. Good. And I've always told Artem that. Oh. I think you two would dance so beautifully. Well, Artem is so... We were talking about this before. Yeah. I just think Artem is so, like... He's so strong, yet he has a softness to him that is really 
makes him unique. Yes. Which I think I love as a dancer because yeah. they're like, whoa, he's like this chiseled man, but he's like soft. Right. How does that even happen? I don't it's know. So it's so true. true. It's really special. When we were talking to Drew Scott, he was just like, I don't think I've ever met a more graceful man in my life, but who can be manly, but is like yes. so graceful. And I'm like, yeah, imagine being the female in the relationship. I mean, how he even cooks eggs. His toes are so pointed and perfect. He has they perfect are. form. And I'm always like, oh my God. I do love, I, though, when I see your guys' posts every once in a while where you guys yeah. are just dancing together. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that it's is so best. sweet. It's like, because after having a partner and working with like a dance partner on that level, yeah. you have, there's like this special, special connection that comes between dance. And I've always thought, you know, gosh, when I find my special someone, I'm going to like be like, please take ballroom with me because yeah. you connect so well through dance. Like, you have you really danced do. with your husband at all? Oh, it's awful. <laughs> Our dancing's awful. You know what my husband wants to do? And I'm like, that's what you pick? He goes, let's do country line dancing. And I'm oh, like, it's so him. It's so him. He's like, my parents used to do it when they when I was growing up. That's and I'm like, so Brian, I want to do like ballroom or salsa. I want to go line dancing. Maybe you guys could compromise. You could do swing. Swing yeah. is like oh, yeah. the happy oh, medium. That's so you guys do <laughs> swing. So, uh, swing is so like fun. It. Like as a teenager, some friends and I took a class once and it was... So you like you don't have to be that good to look like you're really cool. Yeah, yeah. ballroom is freaking technical and hard, but like swing, you can be like loose. Yeah, yeah it's just totally. fun. So it is fun, and he's strong, so he could kind of whip. Yeah, you he could do all the lifts. Like, oh my gosh, I, you like guys, that. Well, I was telling Bria, I would love to see her do a season of Dancing with the Stars. You should. I'm like, if they, if Artem ever goes back, because the one thing that makes me sad is what Artem really misses is the connection with people and yeah. teaching and the journey. Like totally. he's like he's teaching conventions right now, and he loves it because mm-hmm. they're kids that are pretty much want to be pros. So he, these kids are already really, really good. So it's fun for him that he'll have a thousand kids in a class and he's oh teaching gosh. them ballroom. Yeah, he That's loves so cool. it. But he's like, I miss the connection and the journey. I want to see Brie. I mean, it would be really fun, Brie and Brian. That's always something. That yeah, I, like. I just have to say, your guys' schedules would give me anxiety yeah. a little bit. With just kids. having, yeah. Oh, kids, yeah, with kids. kids and, with kids, with a full time. Yeah, but I just, it, it would be hard. But I mean, I. I go back and forth. I mean, not like they've asked me, but if they did, I would say, well, give me a couple of days to think about because there's pros and cons to it, yeah. you know? Well, Lindsay, so I think for our listeners, I I want to kind of go through your journey from like beginning to end because oh, okay. you started on So You Think You Could Dance, right? Um, America's Got I mean, Talent. America's the Got other talent. one. You know, the there's so many one. shows she now. She had a violin. <laughs> she had a, you're right. Well, you know what's funny? It's all the dancers started on So You Think You right. Could Dance. But my mom remembers you on America's Got Talent. No my way. mom even remembers Artem season one of So You Think You Could Dance. Those were her shows. Those were her shows. Those were her shows. Those are good shows. Yeah, but I remember your story is just so amazing. Of like oh, just how well, you, you started, yes, yeah, and I I want everyone to hear a story, but two, I will say this: I have never seen anyone rock a violin the way I you mean. Do. Oh, thank Honestly. you, like, <laughs> thank you, so you guys. Much. If you have not checked out Lindsay Sterling, from your music videos to your live performances, you have been the one person I feel like who's made playing the violin just like. Badass. Ba- well, badass, but also more than just the violin. Like, well, thank you're a you so much, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, the listeners would definitely love to hear how it started. Okay. Well, I started when I was six years old. And interestingly oh. enough, I, like, begged my parents for lessons because my parents loved classical music probably. And so they would take my sisters and I to, like, the community orchestra concerts because oh. they just really enjoyed that. And they would play classical music in our home. And so as a really little kid, a solo violinist is kind of what I saw as like the star, you know, like instead of being taken to like more contemporary concerts, I was like, Oh, the violinist always gets the solo. So I begged for violin lessons when I was six and, um, and yeah, I've played my whole life. But for me, I, I really got burnt out when I was about to go to college to study music. I was going to be a performance major and, you know, I was even being offered a scholarship and I just all of a sudden realized I don't know where I lost it, but I don't like this anymore. And that kind of broke my heart because this was a huge part of my identity. And I'm sure you can relate how Mm -hmm. things you do become a big part of like how you see yourself. And I was like, well, I can't quit this. This is who I am. And so instead of quitting, I didn't study music in school and I set out to love it again. And I started playing with bands. I started writing my own music. And I realized that for me, I thrive off of creativity and regurgitating classical sheet music just wasn't 
cutting it from what I needed out of art. And I realized, oh my gosh, I like to create. I like to tell stories. And so that's why I started writing music the way I do. And then that's only half of it for me. The other half, kind of like you mentioned, Brie, is I love making really fun music videos that I get to be fierce. I get to be like this warrior woman in one, or I get to be a ballerina in another one. And by doing this, I started to teach myself to dance when I was 23. But I'd actually never danced before then, and I was legit terrible when I started. (laughs) But just through really working very, very hard, I slowly learned to move and play. And then it turned into dancing and playing. And Right as I just began this art of like, okay, I'm going to learn to dance and play. Um, I still wasn't very good at it yet. That's when I went on to America's Got Talent, which, you know, looking back at it, I'm like, I definitely went a little too early, you know, Um, because when I was there, you know, I made it past the first few rounds. But then when I got to the live round, um, I had what I like to call the most embarrassing moment of my life where I stepped onto the stage my first time being in front of more than just a couple hundred people like I was used to playing open mic nights let Mm -hmm. alone like millions of viewers and so I was so nervous and again the click 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 happened and my Mm. song started and and I did not perform very well and then the judges proceeded to tell me on live television that I sounded like drowned rats being strangled as I played (gasps) and that I didn't have what it took and that I would, you know, I needed to find an orchestra, you know, do something else. Like what you're doing is not marketable. And I was devastated to say the least. Like I remember running backstage, like holding it together on stage, not crying was like everything I was thinking as they were talking to me. I was like, don't cry, don't cry, don't (laughs) cry, breathe, breathe, you know? And then I ran backstage and cried for about two hours in the bathroom. Cause you know how reality TV is. That's the only place where they're not going to follow you. Right. Right. So I go into the like backstage bathroom and I cried on the floor for two hours, then went out. And it took me a while to get back the courage to get on a stage again because I was just so hurt. Like my little musical heart was broken. (laughs) You know, but this is what I took from it in hindsight is that they said I wasn't good enough. And it's not that I was this perfectly polished thing that they somehow missed. Because people are always like, oh, they, how did they miss you? How did they get that so wrong on America's Got Talent? And I'm like, they, they didn't have to be mean, but they were not far off. Like, yeah. I really wasn't good because I was just learning this craft. And the most important word is the word I added is, you're not good enough yet. And that's what I decided to add. I like that. I love that. I really wasn't. And it's one thing to be like, they were wrong. But it's like, no, they were right. I had to earn the position to say, I belong on these stages and you were wrong. (laughs) You may not have seen the potential in me. And that's something that no one else can see, only you can see. And I also am really grateful that there's that inner compass and that inner gut. And I like to see it as like God directing me. And lots of people see it as different things. But I feel like I had a mission or a talent or a light that I wanted to share. And God let me know, like just through that inner gut that there's more. Don't give up yet. Like yeah. keep going. Cause sometimes it is time to pivot and go a different direction. Like, okay, you know, this isn't for me or it, like, and it doesn't mean you're giving up if you change directions or if you pivot. Cause I think that's so crucial. However, you are giving up if your gut tells you this is right and you don't go. Yeah. Wow. I, I agree with that. That's inspirational. Oh, thank that you. Really yeah. Is. That's like, I had chills the whole time. Aww. But I do feel like it is true. It's like sometimes you get in that place where you need that. Well, unfortunately, it wasn't constructive criticism for you. It was a right. little more harsh. But you need it kind of to wake up because there's times in my career or even as a mom, I'll just like coast yes. and you'll get these things to wake you up and be like, wait a second. I was just coasting. Mm-hmm. I, I need to either amp it up or release. Yes. And so I love that because I feel like people don't listen to the times that they're supposed to be woken up. It's yeah. like very easy for people to just keep coasting. And now look at you. I mean, your world tours are insane. When I, I go to YouTube, not only all the views you get, but um, and subscribers. Well, and She's subscribers. a YouTube OG. She's <laughs> a part of that crew. You part are. The, yeah, the you're OG part crowd. Of the, YouTube, yeah, you're, thank yes, you. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you sell out. Like, how many people do you get to each show now? You know, it varies depending on what part of the world, but I would say anywhere from 2,000 to 10,000. That's incredible. I Which, mean, that really is. That's I mean, that's your like WWE name, shows. Just you selling it. <laughs> All the solo violinists. 
Oh. Like what you always wanted to be, right? Right, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy now because I was like, you know, the holidays are past, but I always listen to Pandora. And, but one you of your always songs came on. on. Yeah, and I was oh. like, oh my gosh, that's Lindsay. And, so, and I'm <laughs> we like, love how it. cool to like, now you're on Pandora. Like you're just everywhere. I feel like everywhere. Well, thank you. That's that's the goal, right? Yes. You want to just sprinkle your, you hope that you get to sprinkle everywhere. But I sometimes have these really like strong pinch me moments or I guess I love to think of them as these like little gifts I get where I'm on stage and I look out and you know when you're on tour you guys understand me just in this like go 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 pattern of like this is my life this is what I do this is my job even though it's my passion it starts to become just routine Mm -hmm. and I go on stage you know five six nights a week when I'm on tour but I get these gifts sometimes where I look out and it doesn't mean it's the biggest crowd it doesn't mean it's the loudest crowd but it's just wow I have this moment of all these people came to see like my name was on the ticket and they came they bought a ticket they left their house and it blows my mind and I just get overwhelmed with gratitude for this gift that I've been given that I get to share what I love and people keep showing up and I just feel so incredibly blessed for that I love that well Brie and I we were in Phoenix and we went to the Bush concert and as we were walking in you had a massive sign because you were headlining there a month later we're like oh "Oh my god Lindsay her tour is coming through it was like so cool to see it you're up there with these iconic musicians of rock and roll and like there you are it was like so cool well we gotta get you guys out to a show next time i come through either phoenix or la or i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna hit you guys up make sure we we were gonna go to the phoenix one but we had to go to brawley right yeah Mm -hmm. every time yeah you were in a phoenix or la we were out of town but i am dying to see you live we're gonna we're gonna sync up one of these days we'll cross paths yeah (laughs) we'll be right back with Lindsay. but first a quick break You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I am totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe. Bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion, home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. Be it bold swimwear or graphic beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear, or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm -hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one, one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having 
a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut and <laughs> in our eyes usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping Ooh, that is the intense that I like intense heat lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline New York formulated with chili pepper lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. I mean, Brie and I, for so long, when we were with WWE, we would tour around and people don't realize it could be really tough on the road. But yeah. when you guys go on tour, like you never get to come home. Once you're out, you're out, right? Right. How do you stick with like a fitness routine or just like staying? What would be the word I'd use? I don't want to say sane, sane, but yeah, maybe <laughs> no, sane. It's, it's yeah, sane. it's sane. Yeah. It's hard to be away from home. Yeah, It is. My dancers and I, we have our little routines that we'll do together that we'll like try to stay in good shape. Yeah. The show actually keeps us in pretty good shape as well nice. um just because it's a it's an hour and a half of like choreography and a lot of movement so the shows are exhausting um but then also I believe so strongly in just like making family where you are you know my life has turned out a lot different than I thought it would you know for for better and you know like there's both it's some things that I'm a little disappointed in some things I'm so happy about but I always saw myself having like a family and being a mom at a really young age because that's yeah. just what my parents did and it's what all my friends did um it's kind of the community I come from that's a lot of what you do and so I realized a, a while ago I was like well you know, I need to make my family wherever I'm at. And for me, the people I spend the most time with is my my tour group. And some of us have been together like over seven years. Wow. And, you know, it's like we just we keep growing. But like those core people just keep staying the, the bigger we grow. So five, seven years. And we are like a family. We have traditions now, like especially now going on Christmas tours multiple years in a row. We have our own Christmas traditions now. And and it was a real realization of just like bloom where you're planted. Lindsay, stop wishing that you had, you know, like, oh yeah, I don't have my own baby yet. You know, I don't have yeah. those things. I don't have a husband, but I have amazing people in my life. And until that comes, which I, I believe it will, you know, I need to just bloom and thrive where I've planted and make sure to enjoy the times on the road rather than just constantly try to be a workaholic, like yeah. do fun things, see things and, um, finding, I guess it's all about just like that balance. Right. Oh, yeah. I, love that. I think that's something great for all of us to take away actually is bloom where you are planted because I feel like the saying so true, like the grass is always greener. Mm -hmm. People are always thinking that and I love that. Like bloom where you're planted. It just it gave me goosebumps. That gave me goosebumps. Oh, I really love that. Now goosebumps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this really is great. You're enlightening here. us. Oh. I know you have a book out that came out two years ago. Yes. The only pirate at the party. I feel like it's still such a great read for everyone. Yeah. Um, the book was really a fun project. I'm really close with my sister as well. She's my little sister. So I love... Wait, is that your sister in the photo? Your ghostwriter? Yes, that's my you sister. Look... Okay. You were right. 
Yeah. What was that Artem? No, Artem. Artem. He goes, I swear that's her sister. And I'm like, well, I don't know. It doesn't, I don't think they have the same last name, but she's obviously married. Yeah, she's married. That is so, so Artem. I have to tell him he was right. <laughs> He's like, but they look it's so intuition. much alike. Yeah. Yes. So that's my sister. And I couldn't have imagined, because I'm not an like eloquent writer, mm-hmm. but she is. And she is also really good with humor and with like, she just, even her Instagram posts are just like, preach girl but not in a preachy way she's yeah. just so good with words and my my whole family they're writers my mom my dad they all writers my sister and I worked on this together and we would Skype while I was on tour it was so fun and we were both so sad when we finished writing it but Aww. um and it was also like a very in a way like therapeutic process to go through your life because it's a you know it's a memoir about my my life up to this point and to go through your life in a snapshot like that, you know, and take pieces of it and just to see it in a story form, you know, you don't often think about that, about the things you've been through and how they all connect. And, you know, um, my sister and I had our own moment of not even a falling out, just a time when she and I, we just became distant. And it was because of my own mental problems. I mean, I went through anorexia when we were roommates in college and I had been going through it for a while. And it, for a while destroyed the most important relationship in my life, which was with my sister. Um, Merely because I lost the ability to connect with people because I couldn't even connect with myself. Mm -hmm. And people always say, if you can't love yourself, you cannot love someone else. And it sounds cheesy because it said so much, but it is, it's the ultimate truth. Like I lost the ability to see other people because I couldn't even look at myself in the mirror. And this is something that so many people struggle with is you know shame and body image issues and if you let it overcome you you lose yourself mm-hmm. and going through that process and then being able to write about it with my sister in a way it was even more healing than the healing we had already done um to be able to to not only experience it again together as we talked about like what did happen like what went wrong why did we not connect more in that time you know um and it was really healing for us. But also that's part of the reason I wrote the book was I wanted to share some hope with people that just because maybe you don't like yourself right now, maybe if you even could say you hate yourself right now, I have felt that I've been there and there's hope past it. There's mm-hmm. the ability to like the same way we work on our muscles and stay in shape. And I'm such a big believer in working on your mind and the fact that you can choose who you want to be. We built these definitions once upon a time about I'm shy or I'm outgoing or I'm funny or I'm not funny. No one likes me. Whatever the definition mm-hmm. that you built for yourself, which is very complex, people love consistency. And so you'll stay with it merely because it's comfortable, but you can learn to redefine. You can learn to start to say, well, this is not who I want to be. I can define myself into the kind of person that one, I know I am and that I want to be, that I can be proud to look in the mirror and look back at. And so that was kind of why I wanted to write a book and tell my story was I I meet so many people who feel like they're hopeless and that this is who I am. And that's just, you know, some people were born happy and some aren't. That's not the case. Do you know what? I'm buying that book for the girl next to me, Nicole. (laughs) It's crazy because everything you just said is really powerful. And I think especially for my sister, Nicole, because we're both pregnant. (gasps) stop it oh my gosh we are literally a week and a half apart wait you guys are having twins honestly right pretty much oh but my my gosh i I feel so like does everybody know yet no so that's our shoot today we are shooting um (gasps) something for people to make the announcement and there's only a few of you that know actually (gasps) you and drew know before my good friends know. Like only a oh, few of my family my members know. Um, yeah. Okay. But Adam will, obviously knows. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the crazy <sighs> part is, is she is having crazy like body issues. And I'm like, Nicole, you're pregnant. And in yeah. your first trimester. Now this is my second time around. So I definitely felt it the first time. But every day we have this conversation it's tough well I think you know for me like dancing with the stars you get an incredible shape yes and then I've always been someone who has fluctuated my whole life and then being a twin like we've always been compared and Brie was always the smaller twin so naturally people would just call me the fat twin but I wasn't even fat but it would start when you talk about the definitions (laughs) of what define you Mm -hmm. you just start to believe it because I'd hear it so much right so I'd always go up and down and work out really hard well then 
this past year, like I really have gotten what I have felt the best shape in my life. Like I felt great. I've worked yeah. out so hard. My, and my eating habits have always been like, great. I'm just a wine drinker, but like, I just, I cut back on alcohol. I was just doing really great. And then yeah. we go to France and France, I just overdid it with wine and cheese and stuff that How I normally wouldn't that? eat. You're I mean, right. I'm in so French good. wine country, Yes, not realizing I'm pregnant. And then I come back and we go straight into Thanksgiving and Christmas. <laughs> and then I find out the Thanksgiving that I'm pregnant and I, this first trimester has kicked my butt so hard, like to the point where I've, I, it's like having a bad hangover oh. every day, but like, it doesn't go away. It's not just morning sickness. It's like morning through night. Then oh. I got the flu really bad. So I've just, have never consumed so many carbs. I just don't feel good about myself inside out. Right. I look in the mirror and I'm like, things she are tears, changing. You tear yourself apart. I do. And it's funny because I started to tell Brie yesterday, I was like, I just need to start feeding my soul. Like, I yes. feel like, and I feel like you actually came in perfectly because everything you've been saying, I'm like, ding, ding, like right? feeling enlightened. Yeah. Like I need to change the way I'm thinking because I'm thinking so negatively and I'm trying yeah. not to. Well, it's like, I, I think there's automatic thoughts that happen in our brain and those are out of our control. Right. But I'm such a nerd and I've studied about the brain and about how you can form stronger pathways like you know it's kind of like the path that's the easiest and the most used is like the neural pathway that yeah. is like your go-to so if it's like bad self-talk which we're all guilty of that's where it's gonna go and yeah. so every night I actually write in a gratitude journal and I write things that I like about myself too yeah so conceited um <laughs> no you know but, but because you're supposed to counteract the fact that naturally I go I can go to a really dark place and I've been in the darkest place of that and yeah. I don't ever want to go back and for a while there I once I kind of came through recovery I was like I'm good you know and I stopped doing my little self-help things and you feel yourself just start to like shift down and but through writing in a gratitude journal and then writing positive things, the gratitude muscle of my brain has gotten so much stronger. It's where I more naturally go now. And I feel like the default setting of my emotions, you know, if I'm not super happy and excited or if I'm not super like, you know, disappointed, my like default setting has just gone up a little higher. And the yeah. more I do stuff, the more it goes up because it's so hard not to, and especially as your body is changing and you know, you're going through these things that are unfamiliar and you feel sick. Like, of course that's going to yeah. be really hard. So you just got to like, I know I need to start love. love yourself. Cause I told her, I'm like, it's hard to get pregnant in the first place. I mean, it took me a little bit with birdie and then Brian and I, with the second one, we tried for seven or eight months and gave up. And I just, told myself I'm just meant to be a mother to one mm -hmm. and then this happens but I told her I'm like it's a gift to be pregnant yes. it's truly the miracle of life and there's a lot of women who will tell you they couldn't get pregnant mm -hmm. and the struggles they had or dealing with IVF like I go you have to feel blessed you have to look in the mirror and it does it's hard to see the body change but it's changing because you're making a baby you're making I a know. human and like we have like a strong baby and it's just yeah <laughs> taking a lot from me wait is it artem's just kidding what <laughs> i know you said strong baby just, oh you know, just kidding strong and graceful and yeah both, right. Both yes. Sides, both sides. <laughs> Already our baby likes to dance. Yeah, Even our doctors. Yeah. Our doctor was like, your baby dances. It's weird. It's, it was like showed off the first time we saw it on camera. It was just dancing away. And then when the camera got a little closer, it like hit its little face. Like, I, I don't want to look. Oh my gosh. But it was like moving its arms and legs like crazy. So anytime you start to like beat yourself up over something, remember that. Yeah, that's Remember true. that feeling. I like to pull myself back to moments where I felt strong or if I'm feeling really discouraged or like, you know, sometimes when you have to go to something and you just don't feel up for it in that moment, like an event yeah. or you're just like, I'm just not feeling in a good place right now. I always like go back to a moment where I felt like strong to get myself in a state of either self-love or confidence or, you know, so anytime yeah. that you're feeling bad about yourself, just remember seeing that baby dancing and like the way that made you feel oh i love that so you know what nicole if you do feel down you need to just text Lindsay. honestly yeah just give just me a call so enlightened so. I i'll agree. like send you one of my voice notes because i'm like a big i send voice memos because like half the time i'm driving or i want to say something that's like too much for a text yeah and so i'm just like I think you're awesome. Yeah, oh, I yeah. love that. That's so I'll so send you voice cute. memos. Okay. Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on to our podcast. I have to say, you know, 
to all of our listeners out there, you guys, this woman, I mean, not only are you empowering and so inspirational, but you are a badass on stage. And I feel like Thank you, like my mom, her and I, when you guys were doing Dance with the Stars, we went and we stalked your YouTube channel, which I was mind blown by all your <laughs> oh, subscribers you. and viewership. <laughs> my people. Yeah. yeah. I have so many, but I, my mom and I became addicted. I think we stayed up like really late just watching every single one of your videos because oh. we were like, how does she dance, play the violin and just tell the story. You feel your creativity through your music. And my mom and I were just like hooked. Aww. That's why I was secretly rooting for you and yeah. my sister. <laughs> yeah. No, I, actually, I don't blame you. I was doing the same. But no, oh. thank you for coming on. And everyone, go check out Lindsay. Check out her tour, her book. What I've learned, because I called it a CD, but we'll call it an album. It's because an album. you can stream it, <laughs> download it. You can buy the CD as well. And I love that it's Artemis, because my husband always jokes around that he would like to really call Artem Artemis. And he hopes oh. that their baby um, will be You know be how many people Artemis? call Artem Artemis? Oh, really? Because really? I think when people hear his name, they're like, I, it can't just be Artem. So they right. call him Artemis. That's and so I never funny. correct people. And he actually <laughs> won't. But like, yeah, he'll just smile. Oh, yeah. He smiles. <laughs> like, okay, I'll be Artemis. But thank oh. you. I mean, you truly have enlightened us. And I know you've enlightened our listeners. This oh, was you. more than what I expected. So thank you. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me, you guys. Yes. This was so fun. <laughs> This is the first time I've ever been able to sit down with Lindsay and really have like a deep conversation. She's amazing. I told you she's so amazing and so inspirational. But you know what, Brie? We need to take this inspiration into a debate because up next is heel or babyface. But first, a quick break. Welcome back to our new segment, Heel or Babyface. In the wrestling world, heels are the bad guys and babyfaces are the good guys. That is right. And that's why we're going to be the pop culture referees to determine if someone was being a heel or a babyface. And this week, we are going to debate about someone who's back in the news. You guys all know her. She forged some resumes for her daughters to get into good old USC. That's right. Lori Laughlin might be serving time behind bars. So Nikki and I are going to determine, is Lori Laughlin, a.k.a. Aunt Becky, a heel for breaking the law or a babyface for doing whatever it takes for her kids to succeed? So, Brie, because you're a mom, everyone drink, I feel like you go first. I kind of know my verdict in my head, but I want to hear your perspective first, you know, as a mom. So, I feel like Lori is 100% a heel. This is my thing. I understand wanting her kids to succeed, but at the same time, maybe her kids didn't want to go to college. And obviously, they couldn't get into whatever college she wanted to because she had to forge resumes and pay a bunch of money. So my thing is, what are their strengths? What are they good at? Wasn't one of the daughters like a great influencer, a YouTuber? Like Still go, is. Yeah, go down that road. I just feel like she thought about herself. She thought about um, public image. You know, for her, I thought it was selfish. She's a heel, and yeah. Aunt Becky might see the bars. Who and who would have thought Aunt Becky? I know. You know, I have to say, um, I actually agree with you, Brie, on this one. I think you know what makes a good parent, as far as what I've looked at and what I've realized in life, what I've researched, what I've watched. It's not forcing your kids to do something or have them be what you want them to be. That's that's not good parenting. And I totally feel that she didn't do it to, oh, I want my daughter to get into a, an amazing school. I honestly feel like it was for her image. And it makes me actually feel bad for her daughter and her kids because what are you telling your kids? Like, you couldn't get into this. Now mommy has to lie. Now go put on this rower outfit. Now I need to get $500,000 for a fake resume. What are you teaching your kids? You're actually giving your daughter insecurities and lacking confidence because you're pretty much telling your daughter that she's not good enough. I agree. Can we go a little deeper in this situation? Let's go deep. Because I need to hear from you if you think there's more heels or baby facing surrounding them. For example, their daughters, right? They don't talk to their mom right now. At least that's what articles say, whether that's true or not. I'm reading that they don't talk to their mom. They're upset by the whole situation. 
But do you think the daughters, not saying they were in on it, but I mean, the daughter got in a rowing outfit, took a picture. Do you think they're being heels or baby faces? See, I feel like we need Brianna, the detective, to really go check this out because this is a thing, too, that would be sad is if the kids knew and they got in the rowing outfit, they played along. Like, it, it's sad for me because then obviously they were raised in an environment where we have to be at USC. We can't just go to community college. We always have to wear the nicest clothes or do all these things. That would make me sad if they were raised in an environment and that's how they felt. And that's obviously why they did those things. So it would make them heal kids, of course. I mean, they could have just been like, screw you, mom. I'm going to community college. I totally agree. But can I just throw a wrench in everything? Sure. What if the daughters were in on it? What if they had their mom do all of this, but the mom is being a mom protecting her daughters and is willing to go to jail so her daughters don't get into trouble? Is Lori a heel or baby face now? Well, obviously she'd be the ultimate baby face protecting her babies. So now I'm a little mind effed because maybe she's an ultimate baby face, but the media is making her a heel. Well, how about the dad in all of this? He's a heel. But what if he didn't know anything? He's already like doing another startup. He's like, I felt like vacation in New York. Or he's really depressed because Target kicked Massimo out of their stores. Which, by the way, if you're from the 90s, Massimo, pretty badass. Right. Well, so look, at the end of the day, we don't know the exact story. We only know what we see on page six and in the media. And as of now, what we know is Aunt Becky wanted her kids to go to USC and she paid $500,000 for a fake resume. And you know what? Think of all those brilliant kids out there that come from poor families that don't get into USC, can't right. afford USC, and they're these brilliant kids. That's, to me, that is so unfair when money comes to play a part in these situations is Aunt Becky... <laughs> You not only thought of yourself and your image, and yeah, you thought about your daughters, but you didn't even think about all those other kids out there that you took an opportunity away from them who actually was on the rowing team and an amazing rower or actually had a certain GPA and maybe had the dream of leaving their small towns or some area that wasn't great to go into USC. That makes you an even more heel She could have used the money. There was another word for heel. She has it. Yeah. She could have used that money, put kids through college, and let her daughter be a YouTuber. But she didn't. So on that note, I am going to end this whole debate. Lori Loughlin is a heel. You are officially a heel. That is the verdict. (laughs) All right, everyone. We'll post a poll on IG, so make sure to go vote. And now it's time for Killer There are nasty rumors out there. We're going to kill them in a segment we like to call... Kill a rumor! (laughs) (laughs) This week's rumor really gave me a great laugh. Um, There were some headlines that said, The Bella Twins got IVF and planned on being pregnant together. And Brie, I just have to even read a quote by someone who I guess may know us. Um, They both wanted to get pregnant. One of them had been trying with her husband to conceive for the past couple of years, and it just wasn't happening since they are way over 30, way over. That right there, anyways. Yeah. That was a 12-year-old, I think. Since they are way over 30, they were feeling the pressure for it to happen now. They went to the fertility doctor together, They both did IVF at the same time. If you all know what IVF is, you know that's impossible. So it's weird that they're acting like it's such a crazy coincidence that they are both pregnant. Wow, who wrote that? It doesn't even say, but you know what their name should be? Clickbait. Yeah, Anything for them, clicks. Okay, first of all, Brie, can I start on this? Well, can I just say one thing really quick? Yeah, please. By the way, Brian and I weren't trying for years. My daughter's two years and nine months. Who would ever try, like, when they have a little infant for another kid? Right? Okay, well, so let me start. First of all, because I was going to attempt to do the egg freezing process. For some of you who don't know, IVF is a major procedure. Like, You don't just go in one day to the doctor and you go, hey, can I get some IVF up in me? Oh, and Brie, open up your legs too. Let's do it at the same time. 
IVF starts with egg freezing and you go to the hospital, you are put under, IVF is no joke. Yeah. And it's a very painful process for women as well. There's sadly a lot of very sad stories that happen with that. It's just not an easy process. Even if Brie and I wanted to do IVF and plan it, you can't even plan that the same time. Right. Because you don't know if your eggs are going to take. Right. The embryo. You don't know if your embryo is going to take into your body. So you guys, it's so ridiculous. Brie and I both did not do IVF. We did not plan on being pregnant together. I'm still in shock, even though I'm really happy. Brie, I think you're still in shock because you were planning on having one baby. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do two. Right. And I got it's six just, more months to figure yeah, that shit out. Right? And you know what? This is just what God wanted. This is the way the universe worked. My sister and I happened to be a week and a half apart. God has a plan for it, and I'm going on the ride with it, but there was just no planning here. We ain't the scheming twins. That's right. Got the wrong so, girls here. They weren't even planned pregnancies, let alone right. at the same time. But Brie and I are very blessed. We are. And guess what? We get to be pregnant together. You're just going to have to watch Total Bella's season five to figure it all out. Yes. And I just find it silly because I feel like Brian and I have been very open with how hard it's been for us to get pregnant. I mean, it wasn't that easy with Birdie and Brian and I. It took us, gosh, I don't know. We were trying for seven or eight months and kind of gave up. I mean, everyone's going to see it on this upcoming season of Total Bella's. But... You know, for Brian and I, it was it was shocking. And at the same time, to me, it felt like such a miracle because I honestly figured it couldn't happen anymore. You know, right. I remember that. I remember that journey. And your husband was very upset by it. Um, so, yes, we ain't the IVF twins. <laughs> <laughs> we did it naturally. Thank God, too, because we are way over 30. Anyways. Ooh, that this- one got you. Why don't you just kill that rumor? We're not way over, well, 36. No, we are. Is that, well, I mean, we are 36. But who writes way way over? over. Way over is like a hater. It's like someone I knew back in the day that just hates me and decided to write an article. (laughs) It's like, when you know, when there's those fake accounts that keep bullying you, I'm like, you probably know me and you just want to bully me. I don't even know if you're a fan or a hater. I think you're a friend and you bully me. (laughs) If they have that much time. Brie, you would be shocked. Someone had time to write a long article with fake quotations that we got IVF. But who wrote this? Let's sue them. We're going to sue you for defamation of character. (laughs) Our babies are going to sue you. How dare you? (laughs) Okay, maybe we won't sue you, but what we are going to do is dropkick this rumor right back where it came from. That's right, Brie. We're going to dropkick it because this rumor is officially killed. See you, rumor. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. Yes, and a huge thank you to Lindsay Sterling for being our amazing guest and just giving us such amazing advice and inspiration. Yes, you inspired me, girl. And vote for the winner of this week's Heal Our Baby Face on Instagram. Tweet us your questions for Bella Army Q&A with the hashtag Bella's Podcast. And call 833-Q-Bellas to ask us for on-air advice in our segment, Dear Bellas. And tweet us and call us with your pregnancy and childbirth questions because we're going to have some experts on soon and we're curious what you want to know. Show us love by rating the show, leaving a review and hitting subscribe. Until next week, remember to stay fearless and you'll always go bream out if you drink along with us. See See you next Wednesday. Wednesday. And as Birdie likes to say, bye-bye.